Hello, and welcome back to The Social Disease. I'm Jasper. And I'm Bridget. And today we are going back into season one, our second and last season one episode, since season one is so damn short. And today we'll be talking about all the eighth graders. Yay, so old. (laughs) The good old days of eighth grade. Ugh, I was still so short. You're still that short. I think I grow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, eighth grade was a very tumultuous time for everyone. I think we're going to be starting with Mr. Spinner Mason, the local, I don't even know what to call him. Like class clown, annoying student. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so pretty much the only character in with the eighth graders who like really does much of anything is Ashley. So we're just gonna go through everyone else first and then spend a ton of time on Ashley because she does way too much. (laughs) So with Spinner, basically what he does is the first time we ever see him is he's bullying Emma and Manny, which we talked about last time. And he feels bad when he makes Manny cry. And then his next episode is he finds a bug in his food at lunch, but no one believes him even though it was actually there. So then he sabotages the cafeteria and gets some bugs to put into other people's food to prove a point. But obviously that doesn't work out. (laughs) And he ends up having to work at the cafeteria to pay for the decontamination fees, I guess. I don't know how legal that is, honestly, but it happened. (laughs) Yeah, can't do anything about it now. Canada has their own rules. Yeah. Next was him and Jimmy team up to bully Miss Kwan because Miss Kwan was like insulting Spinner's intelligence in class. And she, what was it? She was making fun of Jimmy and Ashley being obnoxious in the hallway. (laughs) Hey, I mean, fair. They were. I mean, yeah, exactly. They take it upon themselves to sabotage Miss Kwan's night class by like, what, what did they do? They order pizza to the class. They annoy her over the intercom and a ton of other things. And it makes Miss Kwan cry after they egg her car because uh, Miss Kwan's husband has cancer. So she's dealing with a lot. And now she has to also deal with stupid eighth graders messing up with her life. I love a good, a teacher is a person too plot. Yes. <laughs> So it ends up with Miss Kwan like taking a leave of absence to like deal with all of her personal problems, which makes Jimmy and Spinner feel like shit, which they absolutely should. And then a couple months later, Miss Kwan comes back and it's like towards the end of the school year and Spinner does not want to take like his final English exam with Miss Kwan. So he pretends to be sick to get out of the exam and he even, um, what is it? I think Terry is actually sick and he drinks her coffee or something it was so gross but then of course it takes like a day or two to actually get sick so he's not sick for the exam so he ends up taking it and he actually does not fail it good for him and that's kind of it for spinner in season one yeah spinner is a character who i immediately hated (laughs) (laughs) like he is so obnoxious like he's annoying I don't know. No redeeming qualities takes a pretty long time, in my opinion. 
I wouldn't say he has no redeeming qualities. I, I will say he is very annoying in this season, like especially in the first episode, like when he's bullying Emma and Manny, like it did feel like very Disney Channel bully type of thing where he's like blowing spitballs at them. Like that does not actually happen. And when I was watching that, all I kept thinking was, and little does she know that's her future. <laughs> yeah, like what? It's so crazy. Cause like, that's like one of two times that Emma and Spinner interact before they get married. <laughs> it's kind of fitting though, because if you think about it, Emma's mom only interacted with like Snake like one time in Degrassi in junior high. Yeah, but Spike at least had a crush on him in high school. I think only for like two episodes, but I guess that's fair that Emma never had a crush on Spinner. You're right. Yeah. And they were at least like in similar social circles at least so they at least saw each other a couple times before they got married yeah don't worry we'll we'll get to that (laughs) but yeah what i kind of classify spinner as in this season is that he's kind of a lovable dumbass maybe not too lovable but he's definitely a dumbass (laughs) like the whole cafeteria stuff was so ridiculous same with pretending to be sick but like it was kind of funny kind of in a middle school humor type of way so I could see it being endearing like he's just kind of a bratty little kid who's trying to make other people laugh and I feel like with Miss Kwan she I feel like she low-key liked him you know she like low-key did until he like took it way too far yes I think it's the last episode of the season when Miss Kwan is like saying goodbye she says, and to the students who I will need years of therapy to like deal with, like she obviously like likes him and thinks that even though he's not a good student, that he's like a good person and such. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good redeeming quality for a teacher that even if you get your car egged by the student, you still tolerate them in the end. Yeah. Because especially for middle school, like, you know that, like, they're just taking out their feelings in an inappropriate way, and it's not really anything about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What did you think about him having ADHD? I was not shocked. (laughs) I, I like it, like, similar to with Liberty's dyscalculia. Like, it's great to see learning disabilities and things like that, just for like having representation and show that they're normal things that are easy to deal with on a day-to-day basis, especially for middle schoolers. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that it's not really talked about ever again after that one basketball episode. I feel like it would have been good to discuss it more because I feel like what happens with a lot of students who have ADHD is that it does tie into behaviors And he has a ton of behaviors in school with like learning. And he's like, I think I'm dumb. And like, I think it would have just been nice to see him grow a little bit with that. Cause like, we know he's on medication, but it would have been like, oh, hey, I just started this. And then like, he transformed from being annoying class clown into like, just being spinner, which he does eventually end up being less annoying. But right now they don't, they're kind of just like, he's annoying and he has ADHD and that's it. Yeah, like I do definitely agree that it could have been brought up more, especially like he gets held back, not because he failed, but 
he does get held back and then he is struggling to graduate here and there. So it would have been nice to like see that be an aspect of those plots that are in his later years on the show, just to kind of remind us that like, he's not stupid. He's just dealing with a learning disability. Yeah, I think that would have been good. That's a good idea. You should write it. <laughs> but back to Miss Kwan. Miss Kwan is an absolute legend. She's the best teacher in the show. I'll stand by it. I completely agree. She's so great. She's just, she's a good teacher, but she also knows how to fight back against her bratty students. <laughs> yeah, which is what makes her so good. Could you imagine if Miss O had Spinner? She could not deal. She would have cried and quit. Like, there's no way. But I respect her. I think that Spinner went way too far with the, the pizza and like everything. And honestly, what... I understand that they want to be like, she has something bigger going on in her life, like tone it down. But you also shouldn't treat someone like that regardless. Yeah, exactly. But it was good to see like the development of her relationship with Spinner at least. Just like seeing Spinner actually warm up to her and view her as an actual person. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing because she stays for like a long time, right? Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see them interact throughout Degrassi. Yes, for sure. Back to ADHD thing with Jimmy taking Spinner's role in for the basketball tryouts. What did you think of that? I kind of felt like that was something that was relatable because it happened, I mean, in, in my life, I saw that a lot in college. <laughs> like I saw a lot of people who like took Ritalin or like Adderall because they need it for ADHD and then they would sell it to their friends who don't have it because their friends were like I want to be able to focus too and then they were like yeah sure so I feel like there isn't a great enough discussion that sharing pills is wrong (laughs) I think it kind of came down to taking pills is wrong I guess if that makes sense like I feel like they should have expanded more on wow, this is so not cool. You should not be giving your friends your Ritalin. Well, they did kind of show that because Spinner ran out and then he mooned the whole auditorium. So they were like, there are consequences to not handling your drugs well. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it was a little bit of a stretch. I think they, they should have gotten like principals involved, like more involved. But again- they love to leave parents out of this stuff in Degrassi, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Jimmy, leading up to that point, it wasn't surprising when he did it. And it seems like in this season of Degrassi for middle school, drugs are like, they're like, hey, lots of kids do drugs. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really hang out with anybody in middle school that was doing Adderall, Ritalin, um, E. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially Degrassi is kind of implied to be kind of a middle-class community, I guess, rather than more of a low-income place, even though it does have low-income students. Yeah. So probably not as realistic to have, especially middle school, drugs going around. <laughs> but good good to show that drugs are bad. <laughs> you should only, you should not take them unless they're prescribed to you. Yeah, there were no positive consequences or positive things that came out of either of them doing it. So that's at least good. Yeah. 
but Jimmy gets like kicked off the basketball team and it's like I don't think it he actually was because he's on the basketball team maybe not in this season but in future seasons maybe he just got kicked off the team for that year yeah but it, it didn't really seem to affect him at all moving forward so yeah that was more of a like one and done type of plot yeah I did like how it showed like Jimmy's high expectations of himself though. Yeah, I mean, he loves basketball. We got to see how much he loves it by doing drugs to <laughs> keep playing. And also just like how hard it could be for some kids to balance sports and school. Yeah, that's definitely true. Especially since he doesn't have a great, okay, we're talking a lot about Jimmy, but he doesn't have a great home life either. <laughs> yes, yes. I think we'll talk about that with Ashley. Okay. Do you want to move on to Terry? Yeah, we can move on to Terry. Okay, cool. So for Terry, Terry is a total sweetheart. I love her so much. She only has a couple things for herself in this season, but again, she is around all the time as like either Ashley's friend or just, I don't know. She's, she's around. But her first plot is she's feeling very insecure about her weight right before the first school dance because she has a crush on Spinner who kind of clearly has a crush on her too, but she is very oblivious of that. So Paige also has a crush on Spinner and tries to manipulate Terry into embarrassing herself by getting Terry drunk before the school dance and kind of messing with her outfit too by like making her more skanky by like pulling her skirt up. <laughs> so Terry is very drunk at the dance and she embarrasses herself in front of Spinner. She ends up throwing up and then Paige ends up snatching Spinner from her and Spinner ends up taking Paige's notes for class instead of Terry, which is the ultimate slap in the face in middle school, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the next thing that Terry does is that it's, the school talent show and Terry and Ashley kind of have a band. They have like a song that they are going to perform, but Paige wants to get involved and Paige does not like the direction that the band is taking. So she kind of convinces Terry to kind of change the sound and make it, I guess, more poppy rather than whatever Ashley was trying to do. Which I mean, fair. Her song was depressing. Yeah. (laughs) So Terry, it's kind of weird because Terry wants to do what Paige wants to do, but she's also kind of getting manipulated by Paige to do it at the same time. But anyway, Ashley ends up quitting the band right before the talent show and Terry and Paige actually do very well in their performance. It's actually super cute and the song is a whole bop. And then Ashley realizes that she is a bossy bitch and needs to go (laughs) over herself. And they make their iconic band, Paige, Michael, Chuck, and the Sex Kittens, a.k.a. PMS. <laughs> that should have been the runner-up for our uh, podcast name. Yes, <laughs> PMS. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much it for Terry. Where would you like to start? Hey, the first thing I just want to say is that there is a conspiracy theory that Paige caused the school shooting in season four. In this, oh yeah, you were you were telling me about that. Tell us more. So the theory goes that if Paige did not get Terry drunk at the school dance, 
then Spinner and Terry likely would have dated, which means that Terry never would have dated Rick and likely would not have been abused by him because part of the reason why Terry gets abused is because she feels very insecure about herself. But if she had already had a boyfriend at that time, she wouldn't have, not that she would have accepted the abuse, but it would have been harder for her to get trapped in that situation, I suppose. So then Terry never would have been put in a coma and Rick wouldn't have been expelled. And then he never would have come back. And basically the school shooting never would have happened if it was not for Paige Michael Chuck. That's so crazy to me because it actually makes sense. That's the worst part. It's, it's a really good one. It's fun. I mean, of course, Paige did not shoot Jimmy in the back, but. No, no, but if you just, there's so many, there's always so many different ways that things could happen. And that's just how it happened. Gotta love that domino effect. But yeah, I, I hate how Terry does not love herself. She is so pretty. She is so cute. And I hate how she doesn't like herself. Terry's got it tough. Because I forgot that her mom had died, too. Mm-hmm. So her mom dying and then her living with her dad and her dad, like, you know, he's just like, I want you to, like, be happy and, like, go to the dance and have, like, and she's just like, no, I'm fat. I hate myself. And it's just, it's so hard to raise, you know, I'm sure it's hard to raise a teenage girl on your own. And I don't know if they go more into that at all. Into but- her what her home life not too much yeah not really but I think that it was important to have a character like her because being surrounded by Emma Manny Paige who are all very like skinny pretty people it's like you gotta have someone who is feeling insecure because that's how middle school goes yes exactly but I love the scene where she gets like the card from Toby's mom. Yes. So ridiculous. I was like, this is great. I'm, I'm like happy that they did that. Yes. It's justice being served. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't she like a model in real life or was? I think she still is actually, but yes. It just like all ties in so well, but yeah, I, it does make me sad to see her super insecure. Yes. But it's, it's so true to real life though. Because Spinner clearly liked her. And then Paige was just a massive bitch to get the man that she wanted. I was like, fuck you, Paige. Let Terry have her man. Even though he's a snotty-nosed Spinner. Terry is insecure, like, I guess, about her looks. But she is not one to hold back to tell Paige to go fuck off. I feel like she's always ready. There was, like, one point where, like, Terry went and like sat with Ashley and then like Paige came over and she was literally like go away Paige I was like (laughs) okay Terry Terry's got her friends back even if she's like still a little insecure yeah because even with the um talent show episode she kind of manipulated Ashley a little bit with the tarot cards oh yeah those (laughs) that was such a weird one (laughs) yeah and I think Terry was also the one to spread the rumor about Liberty and Mr. Armstrong. Even though Emma started it, like Terry heard and then was telling everybody about it. Yeah, Terry's a little bit of a gossip. Yeah. I mean, me too. Me too, sis. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Terry so much. I loved how she stood up for herself with the talent show too. 
Yeah, definitely. That was such an interesting group of people to be friends. <laughs> I want to talk about their friendship, like both Ashley Terry and Ashley Page. It's Terry Page, they are friends, but like you said, like they're not super close. Page completely fucked Terry over with Spinner and then like Terry told her to fuck off at, like you just said. But Terry and Ashley, like Ashley's an awful friend. I think that Terry didn't luck out in the friend department. Ashley sucks. Paige sucks. She's like kind of, I don't know, the three of them are just drama in itself because Paige <laughs> always has some other motive for everything that she does. And I'm just shocked that like Ashley and Terry still put up with her at all. Yeah, it's kind of hard because they do have tons of classes together and like, you know, Paige, I guess Paige has Hazel, but like, I don't know. They just need com- companionship. <laughs> like they're, they're very good frenemies is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're definitely, they're friends by need at yeah. this point. And that's why it's just so funny to watch them like, do this band together because they obviously don't like each other enough to be doing this but they're gonna do it anyway yeah like Paige just wanted to get involved because like she thought it would be cool to do a song and sing in front of everybody and she wants to increase her popularity that's what it is with Paige Paige is like just popularity popularity like Ashley's dad is hot popularity that's all it is (laughs) yeah but, but for Terry and Ashley, Ashley's just so bossy. Like there was that one scene where she tells Terry with the band, I'm going to do this. I'm in charge. I don't care what you think. But then also she has the one scene where she, I think it's an episode with Jimmy and she, Terry's trying to help her out. And then she says, you never had a boyfriend. So what do you know? <gasps> that was so bitchy. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, Ashley? Get over yourself. I always gasp when people say shit like that on TV. I'm always like, oh, that is so mean. <laughs> yeah, like you you could have just shut your mouth and things wouldn't have changed, but you just had to be an asshole. So when Terry was trying to like get to the bottom of why Ashley was so upset with her dad mm-hmm. and Terry kept not like pushing, I was just very shocked when Terry was like, pulled the dead mom card, I guess. But... I think in that case, she was finally, like, standing up to Ashley and being like, get your head out of your ass. Like, this is your father. Yeah, it's tough, but, like, he's alive and, like, you can still fix things. And Ashley was like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Terry is a true queen. Like, Terry was the only person who was comforting Ashley at the end of the season when everyone left her. It's like, Terry is a true friend and Ashley just is not. You're right. Terry is a good friend. She's a good friend of Paige when Ashley, like, dumps milk on Paige's head. Like, she still stays there to, like, help. She's like, you know, like, this is tough for Ashley. Like, she just does the right things, but gets treated so poorly. Yeah, it's not right. Because Terry does end up being, like, the first character in this group to, like, get written off the show. And she does kind of stay being Ashley's sidekick, I guess. Like, she does have a couple plots of her own but she never really grows into her own like character on herself i'd say 
which is kind of sad. I feel like she could have had a lot of potential. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else for Terry? I just love her. (laughs) She's like a genuine good character. Yes. On the opposite side of the spectrum is Paige. (laughs) Hey, going into Paige? Yes. Paige doesn't really have much for herself, really. The only plot that she really has from her perspective is when she's competing with Ashley for Toby's mom's attention to, like, get a, I don't know, acting gig or, like, modeling gig or whatever, which ends up going to Terry because she is a queen. Like, we've talked about, like, with Bianca, with who else? Like, Marisol on occasion. Like, Paige is just the villain of the season. She's just there to stir shit up. So, like, we already talked about, she gets Terry drunk. Last episode, we talked about how she was manipulating Manny with the cheerleading team. She was also making Ashley insecure about not having sex with Jimmy. And then she is, in general, just not a nice person. (laughs) The blueprint for every mean girl that we've ever seen. I 100% agree with that. She is a complete natural at manipulating others to get what she wants. She, She was able to manipulate Terry multiple times. She manipulated Manny. She manipulated Ashley. Like, it's just so true to how mean girls are, I feel. What's really interesting about her character is that part of me is wondering if they didn't want her to be a super mean girl because they didn't give her a mean girl group of friends. Like, she doesn't have other people to be mean with, if that makes sense. Like, she doesn't have, like, the plastics, you mean? Yeah, because usually she would have, like, at least one other popular girl or, like, one other backup person to, like, be mean with. Because I feel like it's kind of, you're, like, ultimate mean if you were just mean on your own and you have nobody else to be mean with you. (laughs) Because, and that's her. Because she's mean to Ashley, she's mean to Paige, she's mean to Spinner. Yeah, she does, she does get Hazel. I think the first episode with, where Hazel shows up is the cheerleading episode. So she does kind of get a sidekick later in the season. But yes, I agree that like the stereotypical mean girl does have a squad of people and Paige doesn't really have that. Which is why the friendship that we were just talking about with Terry and Ashley feels a little weird because they're really the only friends that Paige has, but she's still mean to them. Yep, 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 yep. That's It just reminds me of that scene that, Holly J and Anya have where Anya is just like like why do you treat me that way and Holly J is like because you let me and that's like all Paige (laughs) all Paige's relationships do yes do you think that it's true to how mean girls are in real life because I feel like you probably have more experience with dealing with mean girls than I do just because I always kind of see the best in people and I don't really see when people are being mean (laughs) but Maybe you have a different perspective. I think it was super middle school of her to do the spinner thing. It made sense. I feel like her getting Terry drunk was way too far, in my opinion. That's like passing me. And that's just like, holy crap, you don't even care what's going to happen to this person. But I feel like it also just stems from her being insecure, too, because she just like wants to be the prettiest and the best. And she wants to be the model I feel like I could see it, but I think hers is a little too TV mean for me. Yeah, I definitely agree with the alcohol thing being a bit too much. But being insecure, that's why I think she still is trying to be friends with 
Terry and Ashley. Like with, with the talent show, of course she wanted to sing in front of everybody and be super cool. But I think she also wanted to be like, have that friend moment with them. Maybe. Yeah. She doesn't want to be left out. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So like, since Hazel isn't really a character at this point, Ashley and Terry are the only people around who she could have around her as her squad, you know, which is why she's so mean to them because she like wants to be friends, but she doesn't know how to actually be a friend. Yeah. Cause I'm even thinking back to when she did, they have the Romeo and Juliet episode and she kind of like hints at hooking up with Jimmy even though Jimmy is dating Ashley, she's kind of like, well, eight months is a long time. And, you know, like, if he wants to, he can't. And then Ashley's like, Paige is going to steal my boyfriend. And I'm like, you shouldn't be worried about that if she's your friend. Yeah. So that's where I never thought Ashley and Paige were actually friends. I think that Paige is more friends with Terry. Yeah. But like I said, they're like great frenemies. Like, oh, you, could, sure. like you could tell they each care about what the other thinks. Paige cares what Ashley thinks of her. And Ashley cares what Paige thinks of her, but not really in the context of I care about them as a friend. It's like, I care about having a friend because yeah. like of the social status that comes with that. Makes sense. I think that's definitely her. Yeah. What did you think about Paige, Paige's reaction after Ashley threw milk on her for asking her if her dad was gay i felt like that was one of the most genuine reactions at the end when she was like my brother's gay i was like whoa did not see that coming yeah that was like probably the only moment in the season where Paige was actually trying to be a friend like she was doing it in a bit of a backhanded way but she was trying to like help ashley with her dad you know yeah and that's yeah. like only good moment <laughs> for Paige this whole season <laughs> yeah I was thinking that too I was like I think she was genuinely because she was leading up to my brother is gay yeah but she just didn't get there fast enough yeah <laughs> and the thing about like their friendship is that it falls apart so easily like as soon as Ashley all, all Ashley does is call Paige a hag and then Paige just drops her. It's like, really? Like, that's the worst thing that Ashley could have said to you to, to make you drop her? <laughs> like, that just shows how, how feeble their friendship was in the first place. I was going to say, are they friends at all in the future? Yes, but it takes a while. It's like, it's a lot of back and forth. All right, makes sense. But yeah, Paige is truly iconic. I will always, I want that haughty shirt for myself <laughs> yeah i love seeing the halloween costumes out there people who dressed up as page oh year. they were so cute new year to look new page love it love it love it okay so now on to miss ashley kerwin so this bitch was basically the main character of the season second only to emma and essentially the main character of her eighth grade class so she does so many things. So again, we talked about this last time. Her first episode is fighting with Toby because they're new step-siblings and then they fight over the school election. 
Ashley ends up winning because Toby is a brat. And then the next episode is Ashley and Paige fighting for Toby's mom's attention to like get a modeling gig or whatever, which goes to Queen Terry. And then after that is Jimmy and Ashley are celebrating their eight month anniversary. And Paige makes Ashley feel insecure that they have not had sex yet, especially after their visit from Dr. Sally. Actually just found out that Dr. Sally is like a real person. No way. That Dr. Sally is not the person's name, but the actress who plays Dr. Sally is actually like a sex expert. Wow, that's funny. I like that they they did that. I just found that out. Like, I thought that was so fun. But yeah, anyway, Ashley feels insecure about her relationship with Jimmy, especially after Paige kisses him. And they talk about having sex. They each go get condoms on their own. And then just as they're about to do it, they decide they are 13 years old and should not be having sex and instead spend the night blowing up balloons, condom balloons. Okay, the next is the episode where Ashley finds out her dad is gay. She really idolizes her dad. And then when her mom tells her that her dad is gay, she has a crisis. She's like, oh my God, I don't want to have a relationship with him. And then Terry tells her straight, like we just talked about, and she accepts that her dad is gay. Next is Ashley's feeling smothered by Jimmy. He's always spending dinner at her house. They spend like every waking moment together since they go to school together. They have every class together. They hang out after school. She's feeling completely overwhelmed by him, but she does not want to break up with him because it's his birthday. So Toby actually overheard Ashley say that she wanted to break up with him. And Toby tells Jimmy about this. And then Jimmy ends up breaking up with her on his birthday because he feels betrayed. But then the next day they actually get back together because I don't even know why they get back together. Like they just hug it out and they're back together. I don't even know. <laughs> it was eighth grade, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the next episode was the talent show, which we already talked about, where Ashley is being a bossy bitch. And then the final episode of the season is it's the end of the school year and Ashley is having a small get together, which turns into a full on party. And because everyone is saying that she is boring and does not have any fun, she takes JT's ecstasy pill and she gets super high. She ends up making out with Sean, who is feeling sad because Emma just stumped him. And then she breaks up with Jimmy or Jimmy breaks up with her, I guess, because she cheated on him. She calls Paige a hag and everyone leaves the party and she feels sad. And that's the end of the season. All right. So let me ask you this. Now that we're rewatching, how do you feel about Ashley? Okay. I actually really like Ashley in season one. After season one, not so much, but I do like her development in season one. I still don't like her. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't enjoy watching her. Yeah, she's she's just a very interesting character to me. Like, honestly, I feel like she's very similar to Katie. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Because they kind of have similar developments where they're both very perfectionist and they like have it all, right? Like Ashley is a school president. She's very popular. She has 
she's the only person in eighth grade that we know of who's in a relationship and Jimmy's also very popular so they're like the it couple of eighth grade similar to how Katie had it all with the school presidency dating Drew etc but then she loses it all because she's very insecure with herself Katie had a downfall for a different reason but Ashley's downfall is because of her character flaws which honestly I like a little better because obviously as an eighth grader she's very full of herself we saw this in the Liberty announcements episode where she's like Liberty you are not doing the announcements because I am better than you and such We've talked a lot about already about how she's very bossy and really only wants what she wants. That is very true in her relationship with Terry, as well as in the whole band episode. She's like, my way or the highway. Then she ends up like gradually losing things throughout the course of eighth grade. Like she finds out her dad is gay, which shouldn't be a big deal. But like, he's not the perfect dad that she thought he was anymore. So from her straight girl uh, eighth grade perspective, like it's a bad thing. Okay, wait, wait, let me let me ask you this. Did you think that she had a problem with him being gay or did you think that she had a problem with him potentially? I don't know if he cheated on the mom. It kind of sounded like possibly because if he was bringing his like friend to dinner and stuff, I don't know if that meant the mom knew she like about it. I think she wasn't mad that he was gay. I think she was mad that he didn't tell her earlier, even though he does bring up the good point. Like, I wanted to wait later because I was hoping you would like be able to handle it. And she was like, I'm st- I can't. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Like she, she wasn't upset that her dad was gay. She was upset that him being gay broke up the family. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I was thinking more along the lines of either she was mad that he cheated, which I guess would tie into that. Yeah, um, like like she only like went off on her dad when he says that he has the boyfriend that she has met before. Gotcha. So was she like hoping that he, they divorced because they divorced and then he was gay after? But that didn't even make any sense. Well, so either way. Yeah, I'm sure Ashley's logic isn't making sense at all. But, like, she was really only mad when she found out that her dad had a boyfriend who he kept a secret. So whether it was because of, like, he cheated on the mom or just that he kept this person a secret for so long and, like, kept his identity a secret, like, that was the main conflict there. Like, the him being gay... Obviously, in 2001, it's a bigger deal. But, like, she didn't care as much about that fact. It was just that, like, him being gay was what broke up her family. Yeah, and I'm sure it was even harder because she kind of went through, like, a hot minute where she thought her parents could get back together. Yeah. And then they can't. Now they definitely can't. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I was going on an Ashley rant. <laughs> uh, yes, you yeah. were. So, so basically she like had it all. She lost some things. Like she, like from her perspective, her dad being gay, like kind of ruins her perfect image of him more than anything else, right? And that's kind of the point that I was getting at. She kind of, 
I mean, the band did get back together as PMS, but she kind of lost her control of the band. And then she's like on and off with Jimmy a little bit. And then everyone calls her boring at her party. And that's kind of like the breaking point where like she's kind of her eighth grade year has been very rocky. So now it's at the end of it and she hasn't really accomplished too much, which is why she ends up taking the ecstasy pill because she's like, oh, I want to prove that I'm a cool person to my friends. Which in the end, drugs aren't cool. No. (laughs) I obviously don't know how you act on ecstasy, but I really doubt how Ashley acted is how you act when you're on ecstasy. (laughs) No, I I have no idea either, but that can't be it. Yeah. It can't be. (laughs) So just in general, like she is on drugs, right? She's just uninhibited. And then she tells like all of her thoughts about like Paige, about Jimmy. It's like the downfall, similar to how we talked about the downfall of Katie. It's the downfall of Ashley. Like that's the breaking point for Ashley. That was a great rant. (laughs) (laughs) Because I never even connected Ashley and Katie, but they really are very similar. Well, honestly, like I only made the connection one by reading things. I always read Degrassi opinions, but also they both have goth transformations. Oh, that's true. I love a good goth transformation. Yeah. So that's like the most clear connection between them, that they have their downfall. And then right after that, they have their goth transformation. And then there's drugs involved too that ruin everything. Yes, exactly. So they're they're very similar characters. I do prefer Katie, but this is why I like Ashley's season one arc. I don't like her too much after season one. But I do really like her in season one. I think I just don't like how she treats Terry. I just feel like it holds me back from thinking that she's like somebody that I want to watch. Yeah, like I definitely don't think she was someone that I would want to be friends with. I just find her a compelling character to see her develop. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, but let's let's go into specifics now that I kind of gave an overview of her whole character. (laughs) So we already talked about her dad being gay. And we kind of talked about Ashley versus Toby last time. But maybe do you want to touch on that with respect to Ashley's perspective? I think I kind of said it last time, but I think Toby just was too mean to Ashley. Like, I understand they're both going through a very tough situation where they don't really know each other and now they're living together. But I feel like Ashley is not asking for unreasonable things. Who is in the bathroom? Toby? Yes. Yeah. So she's like, hey, can you get out of the bathroom? And he's like, no. And he's like not doing anything. just staring in the mirror. So I feel like I'm on her side all through this like Toby, Ashley fighting. And I think that she just got the short stick of things and still had to friggin apologize or something at the end. Yeah, Ashley was 100% in the right in this whole situation, and she 100% deserved to win the election. Yes, yes. There was no reason for that whole thing to happen. It was annoying. JT dropping out, fine. It kind of sucks that she had to pay him to do it, but, I mean, whatever. At that point, who cares? Toby was just going to use it, anything against her anyway. Yeah. But like part of part of why I do like Ashley is because she is very driven and motivated, which is 
similar to me a bit, I think. So I could relate to her wanting to do the best for herself. I definitely disagree with her methods to getting on top. She should not need to put others down in order to make herself feel better. But I do sympathize or empathize with like wanting to do well in school and such. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, if that's just like who she is as a person, she wants to be the president. She's going to need to do some things, you know, paying not really should be that. paying someone off should not be one of them. But she definitely deserved to be president after all that. And like Liberty is just hilarious. Them two together. So funny. Yes. So what do you think about Ashley and Jimmy? Okay. I liked them from the beginning. I liked when they first introduced them. I even wrote down like my first note for the season was Ashley and Jimmy started off cute. I like them. Eight months is a long time to date in middle school. So like give them a lot of props. I feel like it was a good, that's a good place for them to start with them as a couple, because that means they've been dating for a long time. They like each other. Would you have really been able to tell that they were dating for a long time without knowing? Probably not, but (laughs) I'm glad that they like told them or told us. And I just think that Jimmy like genuinely likes Ashley. Like he defends her to Paige or when Paige is like being annoying, he's like, chill out Paige. Like I only like Ashley. Like he does kind of get involved in the stupid boy drama of oh maybe I should be having sex with her because like spinner sucks but then in the end he makes the right choice for both of them which I respect so I they're not as cute as Emma and Sean at all nowhere near but I think that they are the good they are a good couple in this season until the end I definitely like them as like the it couple because I feel like every eighth grade kind of has an it couple that that they're like, ooh, these are like the the popular kids who are dating and like they're going to date forever until they break up the beginning of freshman year of high school. Uh, (laughs) But honestly, I don't really see the chemistry. Really? Not even when they're like making out in the hallway? Not really. Like, I don't really see like you said Jimmy likes her I don't really see it I just it just kind of looks like they're dating out of convenience because they're both like popular middle schoolers well I think Jimmy really likes her because she's annoying as hell so the fact that he puts up with her like he's gotta actually have feelings right I guess so (laughs) well also with Jimmy we need to talk about his home life because that's a big reason why he dates not why he dates Ashley, but why he is so connected to her. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, because like Jimmy is the classic parents aren't around because they're working all the time. So he latches onto Ashley and her family as a surrogate family so that he could have some kind of family unit because he's not getting that from home. I don't think that's like a totally wrong thing to do in his case. I don't blame him for doing that. I think it's tough to be in a scenario where like your parents aren't home, but then you could go and hang out with your girlfriend and like get fed dinner and like have social interaction because like once he gets home from school, who does he talk to? Like nobody until he, you know, until his parents come home. So I'll like cut him some slack there. I think that Ashley kind of, completely overreacted by wanting to dump him instead of just being like 
hey, let's talk about the amount of time we're spending together. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that came out of nowhere to me. I feel like they were doing well. And then all of a sudden she was like, he's always around. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think she was planning on breaking up with him. It was Toby her overheard her like just venting and then took that the wrong way and told Jimmy. Oh, see, I thought that she was going to like dump him because the way she was acting was so angry. Yeah, like, I don't remember the exact details, but I don't think she was planning on breaking up with him. I think she was just going to have a talk with him and be like, I need some space. But then Toby tipped Jimmy off and like, is like, oh, Ashley's going to dump you. And that's when Jimmy ended up dumping her. Okay. I can, that makes sense then. Yeah. I didn't know if she like full on wanted to dump him for that. And I was like, girl, calm down, have a conversation. But then I guess not. Well, because she then gets back together with him the next day. So if she really was planning on breaking up with him, I don't think she would have wanted to take him back. Even though she was the dumb B, which was not what she was planning. Yeah, that's a good point. But what did you think about like their weird little sex plot I thought it was cute especially with the sex ed class like you start getting curious about sex I'm 100% glad that they did not go through with it because eighth graders should not be having sex at all (laughs) but I just thought it was like a very cute plot it's also a callback to Degrassi Junior High with I think it was Stephanie and Wheels they had a similar type of sex plot that end- didn't end up happening. It's natural to be curious about sex in eighth grade because that's when you start getting taught about it and like when you're starting to go through puberty. So your like hormones are changing and such. So it made only a show like Degrassi could pull a plot like this off. Like no, a Disney Channel show would not do something like this, you know? Oh, I agree. I think it was something that was necessary too because I feel like there is this naive thinking where you've been dating for this certain amount of time at this time you should say I love you and at this time you should be having sex Spinner and Paige being like yeah you should already be doing it by now like what's going on it's like it literally does not concern them what Mm -hmm. they're doing they could have lied and said yeah we are and then what it would have been done (laughs) you know yeah and like another thing was Ashley thought that Paige had had sex already at like summer camp or something when she hadn't, Paige was a virgin. So like, it was just like that insecurity coming back. Like, ooh, I need to do this so that I'm on the same level as Paige because she's my friend of me and I need to like compete with her. So Which, that was a part of it. I think it's not unrealistic for them both to kind of get caught up in that either. Because if they hadn't talked about it and each of them are thinking, maybe this is what the person wants to do even if I'm not ready, like, but at least they both came clean about it at the end and did not go any further. Yeah. The fact that they spent the night blowing up condom balloons just shows that they're still children. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That's cute. I'm glad that they're doing that instead. Yeah. It was, it was a very cute resolution. And I do think it was a good plot to have for them because Emma and Sean, that would not have worked. Ashley and Jimmy, Like, that's, like, the perfect plot for them. I agree. 
I did want to go back to when Ashley and Jimmy broke up for like a hot minute for one night and then they got right back together. Okay. Because even though I was just saying how like Ashley wasn't actually planning on breaking up with him, she does take him back like right away. Like she's like, oh, let's get back together. But the suffocation problems were still there, right? They didn't talk about any problems they were just like let's get back together i miss you and they didn't talk about anything i wanted to talk about why she took him back without discussing anything i mean i'm thinking that they had been together for so long before that that this was just like a hiccup i don't think it would have been something that would have ended their relationship if they had just talked about it and i think she probably realized that too is that I would rather be with him than not be with him kind of thing. Plus they were obviously not done with Ashley and Jimmy. Yeah. I feel like she just wanted to have the status of having a boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Cause she was the only one out of her friends who had a boyfriend. Yeah. But he was also the only one I mean, that had a girlfriend. Yes. But also the only other person was Spinner. <laughs> but yeah with the the fact that they didn't talk about the suffocation issue is why they end up breaking up in the ecstasy episode oh yeah yeah definitely but i it's also because she cheated on him so i mean yeah yeah but the reason she cheated on him was because she was not fully into the relationship yeah she never got back into it after they broke up yeah, like even in her high state of mind, like she's un- she's uninhibited now that she's on drugs and she has been feeling distant from Jimmy since their one minute breakup. It's not really talked about after that episode, but I guess it's implied that the suffocation issues are still there, I guess. Yeah, it's hard because with them, you can't get super deep because they don't give you a lot. Yeah. Were you surprised when she did that with Sean? A little bit because Sean and Ashley had never interacted before. <laughs> well, they had like kind of hinted at it when Sean had come in and somebody was like, ooh, Sean's cute. He might have been Paige. And then I feel like at that point I was like, oop, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. It's going to be bad. Ah. But yeah. It was Ashley of all people. But yeah, it, that was very weird because they hadn't interacted before. And they're like, they're having one deep conversation and Ashley makes that with him because she's high. I think they needed someone far enough removed that it wouldn't fuck up either of their friend group. That's true. Like if Ashley made out with Spinner, could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine if Ashley made out with JT? No. Toby's best friend? Wait, that's like a whole different level of drama that they should have done. No, thank you. JT's a baby little kid. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah it was definitely good that they broke up at the end they were not going to last eighth grade relationships never do <gasps> you're right <laughs> <laughs> unless there's like that one couple out there listening sorry your relationship's great glad it lasted since eighth grade <laughs> <laughs> well i dated a girl in eighth grade so <laughs> oh jasper and for those who don't know, <laughs> Jasper doesn't like girls. No, I'm Ashley's dad. <laughs> I'm Ashley's dad. 
<laughs> just to sum up Ashley, like again, she has a similar thing to Katie where she like has it all, then she gradually loses it and then she has her breaking point. And I think that's a compelling plot. So I, I like Ashley season one, but not after after season one. I'll have to see if I change my mind about her or not. Because I really am not a huge fan. I feel like she, you're right, she did have it all and then she kind of ruined it all. But then does she go goth next season? Yes. Oh, so dramatic. I can't wait. Okay, maybe I will like her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's eighth grade. Oh my goodness, so funny. I can't wait to do season two. I feel like now that we've talked through all the characters, I'm going into it with a new view. Like the fact that Ashley and Katie overlap so well is unreal. Mm -hmm. And you know who comes in in season two? Who? Craig. Oh, yes. Yes. The drama of Craig. Oh my God. I can't wait. Also, Marco and Ellie. So excited for them. That's what I was thinking this season. I was surprised that Marco wasn't in it. Yeah, because you you think of Marco as like one of the OGs, but he's not. I do think of Marco and I think of Ellie as the OGs. Craig, I knew came in later because his season is chock full of insane things. (laughs) We'll probably start season two right away. I don't think we're going to take a break like we usually do. Uh, thanks for listening through season one. Middle school was a fantastic time. We'll still be a little bit in middle school with Emma's class, but afterwards we're on to high school. So thanks for listening and we'll see you soon.